Welcome to Lucia Gabriela TV, the place to be where we come to explore and learn how to master our relationship, our life, and our sexuality. So today we have an amazing uh, speaker. His name is Barry Selby. And we're going to be talking about dating and why chasing sucks, especially this topic is um, it's for everyone, but uh, we're going to target a little bit more for women because uh, Barry is a little uh, more of the women expert. So Barry is a passionate champion for the divine feminine, a best-selling author, a speaker, and relationship attraction expert. He helps strong, successful women to find balance in love, life, and business. His clients around the world heal their heart and learn powerful ways to love themselves and attract what they truly want. So thank you, Barry, for uh, showing up today and saying yes to our sh uh, channel and bringing your amazing message to our community. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be able to serve and share and inspire. Yeah, and that's one of the great things that we love to do in our show, inspire. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit more about you. Like, how do you start in this journey of helping women to attract the amazing love life that they desire? Ooh, well, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully, um, let's just say my dating life wasn't very pretty. I, I was clumsy at best. Um, I, I can tell you a whole bunch of stories about mistakes, but the true core of it was that most of my relationships that really didn't work out well were relationships with women who I thought were so attractive because they were strong and dynamic and getting things done, which many women are. But what I didn't really get is that I wasn't taking leadership from my masculine. I thought I had to be either macho and pushy or be nice and pleasant, which is what I, what I chose instead. And it never worked out. I mean, it was great for, for a little bit, after a while, they would get upset with me or bored with me or whatever it was. And I knew something inside of me wasn't lined up. And this went on for quite a long time. So about 10, 11 years ago, I dived deep into the discovery and conversation about the masculine and feminine polarity and realized that was the one thing I didn't understand at the time. I did all this other personal growth work and got a spiritual psychology background, all these different things I knew, but I still kept messing up my love life. But when I discovered the masculine and feminine polarity, I saw one myself in a different light than I've ever seen before. But then I saw everybody else that way too and saw the truth about how the masculine and feminine dance within the male and female people, as in the genders, makes a huge difference. And so I've become passionate about that. And frankly, when I saw women fully embodying their feminine for the first time, it was, it was like the light shone. I just saw the truth about women and was in, I've been in worship of that ever since. Mm, beautiful. So let's dive into the topic of like in, in the dating life, why chasing suck. So when we're talking about why chasing suck, what are you actually referring to? Mostly, well, let's start with the online scene. That's pretty easy to place this plate with the smartphone swipes left and right and everything else. And what's been happening probably since, and this started actually way back in the 60s with the sexual revolution. But truthfully, what's been going on for a long time is women have been fighting for and claiming their independence. Rightfully so. However, what's done is it really reversed the, the pendulum swing for how relationships used to work or do work. And what women have been trained to do because of the way the culture has been built is to take charge. And women have learned basically in some ways to pursue the men. 
which is the chasing part. And to put it simply, chasing, pursuing, hunting is a masculine trait. Uh, if you go back to the or origins of, of culture, men and women, the man was the hunter, the, the woman was the, or the woman back then was the hunter, sorry, was the protector and the gatherer. So the different roles that were implied. And so if the feminine energy, which is receptive, if you're out pursuing and chasing, you're no longer being receptive, you're being out as being the, um, what's the word, the pursuer. And I know from past experience that when a woman pursued me, it was extremely exciting, but I gave up my power for it. And I gave up my masculine role because she'd taken it over. Because pursuing is masculine. For women in the masculine, it disconnects you from their heart and for the feminine. And it can be fun once in a while. But it's a way of life. It's depleting to women. It's emasculating the men. And nobody wins. Mm -hmm. So what can women do to, uh, to stop chasing? To stop, like, the energy of chasing uh, beyond the masculine and the feminine is just an energy of coming from a place of lack. Coming from a place of like not having, coming from a place of insecurity and so much baggage that comes within uh, that we bring into a life experiences in our relationship. So beyond the, the definition of masculine and feminine, uh, it's just that energetic, uh, uh, you know, the energetic doesn't resonate well with who we truly are because mm -hmm. when 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 we really tap into who we truly are. Is to become more of this uh, amazing, uh, powerful being in, in a total power and knows there's a knowing that it's all available to you, that whatever you decide in your life is all available to you and it's up to you, like why you welcome or why you invite into it or not. So, how women can, uh, you know, our audience also, male, uh, that whole aspect of chasing. Um, when it comes to relationship, how, how can they transcend it? I wouldn't say stop because it's kind of like radical, stop like, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, understanding from the psychological perspective and the inner aspect and, and like the subconscious level, it can be too harsh for the individual to force something that they're not ready for yeah. willingly yet. So it can be more traumatic than actually helpful. So in a very, uh, um, settle and um, that feels right to stop chasing. Right. What do you? What are your opinion on that? Like, how do you suggest to clients? Well, I'll talk about that, but I also want to come back to why men do chase afterwards because it does work that way. But the truth is, as you said, it is a it is a tendency to think we're coming from lack, and the mistake that people in general make. Okay, <laughs> the mistake people generally make is that they think that relationships are 50-50. That when I find my soulmate, I'll be fine, I'll be happy, I'll be loved. And to be blunt, I call bullshit on that. Because the truth is we are individually whole, complete beings. Mm -hmm. So as you said exactly, we aren't coming from a place of, well, shouldn't say we aren't. We don't need to come from a place of lack and limitation because the truth is we are whole. When we remember that, it's much easier. So the key for most people, and this is men and women ultimately, is learning how to attract, and the key word is attract, what we want by using various tools to, one, feel whole and complete. Self-love is one of those keys. I'm sure you know that too. But at the same time, it's having this understanding about what's additive to who we are. Because relationships aren't 50-50, they're 100-100. 
And so finding a partnership which is no longer making the relationship 100%, it makes the relationship 200%, which means it's so much more additive to who we are. And the attraction piece puts in place, one, the magnetism and the intention, but secondly, puts together the, the, um, the feeling of being already there. So that when you go out looking, you're actually inviting into a space you've already created the perfect match for that, which is your partner. And so it becomes this dance of energetics in a way, but also it's a place where you become um, invitational versus desperate, which is pretty good way of putting it. But the thing for the men is that we innately, as I mentioned in ancient times, we were hunters. So for us to pursue is actually what brings us more alive and brings us more into the masculine. So for a woman to allow a man to court her, which is in no sense old-fashioned, is actually one of the healthiest things that can happen because a woman can be receptive and be enjoying the dance and having the man be leading and pursuing out of respect so that she can actually enjoy that polarity and that energetic between the two of them. Because the man is complete too. He's not leading her to fill him up. He's wanting her to be added to his life too. A man who's on his path and in his journey is complete. But a relationship is the bonus in a way. It's the gift that we can each have. So for both partners, it's the attraction with a little playfulness in there as well in some sense. Mm -hmm. So in the dynamic of uh, the conversation of masculine and feminine, um, we understand that we are both, right? That we have that polarity yeah. within ourselves, which in the concept of masculine and feminine uh, in sexuality. And um, if we are not balanced, uh, you know, we have, uh, we, I feel like from what all of us are speaking in some level is that there is a disbalance of energies and power of exchange. The one is more dominant than the other one. and. Mm -hmm. And sometimes uh, people, when they carry too much of the dominant energy, uh, will be like more of the pursuant, we'll call it like part of the masculine, like more of the dominant, to have just that correlation of, 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 of just to, to feel what it could do. Because some people in our audience um, are at a point where uh, we pass their, uh, the concepts uh, they, uh, the concept or ideas of the masculine and feminine, and mm -hmm. they relate more with the dominant and the submissive kind of like uh, energetic role of, of contrast and polarity to it. it. So, so if we don't have that balance in our life, um, it, you just go to chaos, right? So what I'm thinking <laughs> I'm hearing from you is that uh, in women are Becoming, it, it becoming very disbalanced uh, into the aspect of, you know, embracing the feminine, embracing the sub submissive energy, the role play of that. And if they just keep being showing the dominant, showing the masculine, um, they, it, the relationship with the partner is not going to be uh, balanced, not going to be in harmony. It's going to be too much, two people, two people, in any relationship, it could be a man, a man, a woman, woman, or a woman, woman, or a man, a man that is in that dominant, 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 and both are dominant, or both masculine, or both feminine. The relationship kind of like lose something. <laughs> it's like, it's right. like it becomes a little too much. So, for an audience, a woman, to not get confused with um, 
stop being like chasing or uh, eager or progressive and aspect of like chasing for your dreams, right? Like we're talking this, I'm very, very clear right now with the audience that this is the dynamic of the relationship with another being because you can have this energetic aspect of what we call the masculine mm-hmm. where you are pursuing your dream, you, you're a go-getter, uh, you're going to achieve whatever you decide in your life and have that dynamic and, and learn how to dance with it. Uh, in this relationship, if you go all the way to stream, then you are creating, you know, um, you're planning for disaster. Is that something that um, uh, I'm hearing well from you? Is that something that uh, resonates or uh, you want to add more something to it? You said so much of what I would say. So, yes, that's it. I agree with you. And I want to add a few more things to embellish or express. Because the thing is, as you said, the energy when it's both masculine and masculine is very, very combative. And the thing is, again, I'm speaking generalities, of course, because the thing is there are women who are naturally more masculine and feminine as a way that they are, and they'll actually be better off with a partner, again, whether it's, masculine, whether it's man and woman, 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 man and man, with a partner who's more in their feminine. Because, as I said before, relationships, and, and I want to do, ma- do mathematics here, but the truth is we are made up of the composite of masculine and feminine energy. And we'll find where we naturally reside will be towards one end or towards the other. Because if we're basically a 50-50 balance of masculine and feminine, we tend not to be that attracted to relationship because we're, not, we're more androgynous in the sense that we're not like, dynamically pulled to that polarity. The, the thing about masculine and feminine energy, at least the way I use it or interpret it, it's like poles on a magnet. And so if a magnet has a north, on a pulse, north pole and a south pole, they're very attracted to each other, which is what the masculine and feminine in the chemistry of passion and romance is pulled to each other by. And so if the person is towards one end of the spectrum, one end of the polarity, they'll be attracted to somebody who's on the other end of the polarity out of natural um, attraction. So that's a piece of the puzzle. Agreed for, I mean, and this is the dance that women are being challenged by nowadays, is yes, go for your dreams. You want to build your business. You want to have an amazing life. You want to travel all these things. The subtlety for me for women is realizing for them is that their best step forward first is a step inward. Mm-hmm. to really open up their heart to the vision they want to attract. Because, because, yes, going out there and going for their goals, going for their dreams, having what they want is absolutely awesome to do that. But it starts from the intention inside. Now, this is true for men as well, but men are more practiced at going out hunting, getting the goal, because men in the masculine are goal-oriented. And so when we go out in life, we go for the goal, go for the goal, go for the goal. And in relationships, our goal may be the first date, then it might be to go get into a relationship with a woman. And the challenge for women is when they're in a relationship with a man is they may be in the flow of the wonder of a relationship. And if he's on the next goals, like he needs to have another goal in mind to keep in his masculine um, moving forward. And for some women, when they get their man in a relationship, he gets lazy because he doesn't have a drive anymore because he's got the relationship. He's got his goal. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, what would be the next goal for him in that relationship to keep it thriving and growing for them? I mean, this is a whole other place of the conversation is how do we men stay engaged in the interactivity of life? Because when we've got a goal, we're like, okay, I'm done now. Give me a beer and a television, I'm happy. So it's how do we as the, the dance and relationship have, and it sounds so massive, say like goals and goals and goals, but if we have an incremental step that can take us to the next level in our relationship, we'll go for it. It keeps us in our, keeps us in our masculine heart and in our passion to pursue and to achieve the goals. 
Yeah, I work with uh, a lot of men and um, there's such a like um, passion that comes from like the, the men that they always looking to improve themselves. You know, I'm saying women too, like they're a big thing. Um, and and I believe that because of all the limited beliefs and conditions about pursuing and, and, and going forward, you know, women in, in so many levels, we kind of hold back still, right? Mm -hmm. and, and men have been living in a society with time where they had been more open to the definition of them being the pursuers and like go for the goals and all that stuff. So it's just amazing to see that, uh, you know, men take more action freely than women do. Like women, we really had to be like, I think like we have, to, we, we are in the process where, and I'm coming from my experience, my own personal experience and also for what I, I see and I work with women and also work with men, but mostly men, is that it's fascinating to see that, um, we hold back, you know, women will hold back, hold back a lot. And, and we don't make that step. We don't make that step. It takes us so, uh, so long or it takes us a lot of work or inner work to, to make that step. And for men, if they, they, they can do it, like they're just like, okay, um, when are we gonna do it? Let's just do it now. <laughs> like, yeah. And they don't have resistance. And, and I believe that it's all about the, you know, the conditioning that we have both sexes and both genders has, uh, being put put upon and and for the you know decades and centuries and maybe millenniums where um, we are coming to this beautiful you know what we call it the leading age right like we are in this amazing progress that we are mm -hmm. in existence right now where we are facing so much of what we don't want in our life and we don't desire as human beings and literally. Uh, shedding so much of it that mm. that is so amazing to see what's happening right now. And that's what this show is. Uh, our show is is meant for people to um, who are in that bridge, like who are in that bridge of like I'm here, but I'm you know I'm going one step forward and mm -hmm. inviting them to listen to all our speakers. You know. Uh, you know, whatever resonates with you, great. Whatever doesn't resonate with you, just toss it out. Maybe one day we'll come <laughs> into your life again and and uh, then you will pay attention to it. Wherever people are ready, like we all have to know in our show, and I will share this with because wherever our audience is ready for it, they, they are there, they jump into it. But going back to the dynamic of the men is it's true. It's like men take more action and they're like, they get under goal quicker, quickly than women. It's, it is that, let me say it this way. We are directional beings as men, innately, when women are masculine. And the thing is, there is, there is I talk about the undeveloped and developed masculine, like basically the macho versus the masculine heart man. Women have a similar undeveloped and developed level too. And women develop in their full feminine when they open up to that power inside of them. It's game changing. Uh, one of the analogies that one of my teachers talks about is how when you look at the, look at the biggest ocean-going container ship, the biggest ship you've ever seen in the ocean that takes like three miles a turn, that's the masculine energy. It's powerful. It's big. It takes a long time to change direction. The feminine is the ocean it sits on. Women have yet to realize how powerful the feminine heart is. The feminine heart is life itself. We masculine men may act powerful, but it's external. 
internal, the feminine heart in the women, especially, is the most magnificent, powerful light there is on the planet. So when women think that they're playing second to men, you're very much mistaken. Ladies, your power to create and to attract is so much more effective than our goal setting. We as men, yeah, we can get goals done, but truthfully, but it's work for us. It's a lot more efforting. Women have this grace, this ability within their own field of attraction to be able to manifest things that can look so easy sometimes. And we men are like, I've got to sweat and blood and toil to get it to, get it to happen because we don't have the same innate natural. We can develop it. The same innate natural gifts. You know, intuition, for example, is a feminine skill. Some of us men are developing that as time goes by because we learn how to use it. But at the same time, we are more, it's like, you know, in some ways, women innately in the feminine are in the being state. Men in the masculine are in the doing state. That's probably the most simplistic way of putting it. As we're developing, we're ability to incorporate both into our lives. We can both be doing and being naturally in both our lives. Mm -hmm. So in a practical way for our audience, for women, mm -hmm. how can they stop uh, chasing uh, in the relationship? How they can... Uh, Surrender. <laughs> <laughs> well, surre well, especially after the whole thing with the Me Too and the Time's Up conversations going on right now, surrender with, with, with awareness. Don't blindly surrender, please. I don't recommend that in any situation. I, I remember, I mean, back. this is going back almost medieval times, not medieval times, but certainly back in the 17th, 18th century, back in England especially, I remember, when a woman found a man attracted, attractive to her, she would drop her handkerchief for him. Having the wire west too, I believe. And the man would know that she was interested, but then he'd have to do the work to pursue her. The challenge for us men is that we go through a lot of rejection because we do ask, especially in the old days, we ask women out and they say no, they say no, and we'd get beaten down by it. So, ladies, you can invite the interest of a man, but then don't do all the work for him. Give him the chance to pursue, to invite to chase after you in a way that's not like sweating and, and toiling to get there, but make it so he does the work of courtship. When you're in a relationship, because ladies, you can surrender to let him lead. It's not surrender to have him have power over you, never. But it's about the place of surrendering so that he can be in his masculine. But you have the ability, this is the, this is the truth of the women, in the feminine, at any moment to go, you know what, that's not lining up. You must be willing to Surrender with grace, but also surrender with your own innate um, wisdom. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That feels great in part, one part, and another part, it can feel a little also, it can be confusing for some women, um, especially if they haven't done their work. Um, for all of you, our viewers, that uh, watching this for the first time, please watch all of all the videos and episodes <laughs> because we had a great information here. Reach out to any of the speakers or myself to um, to start doing more of your inner work. Uh, for women who have been doing, or uh, even men who have been doing their inner work, um, we can uh, know where you where you're coming from. Uh, the aspect of right. surrendering, being your power. Mm -hmm. and all that but there are some women who have not been introduced to this concept and it can be very confusing because there is the aspect of 
we uh, surrender ourselves to the aspect of leading, you know, to to the aspect of a partner, a male, right, a masculine, uh, to lead, you know, uh, the relationship in, in some way. Uh, but when it, it, it sometimes in the subconscious, it can feel like it's still a little a friction and contradiction in the aspect where um, when we're dealing with communication. Because it, it, I feel like um, the reason, because talking with men and talking with women, uh, there's this big concept that uh, women for years and for decades and for centuries had kept themselves quiet and mm-hmm. they have not been able to speak up. They have not been able to, um, to, to express themselves openly and even in the conversation with the partner. So in a relationship and communication, women, the women had to learn to really uh, wait <laughs> for the men to, to come and lead the way of the conversation. And women have to figure out in a very um, creative way or destructive way to call the attention for the partner. So that's why I always find like there's this whole, the creation of this game, which I call a bullshit, where um, women, we had to figure out how to, uh, like you say, like give clues to a partner for because we decide something. We want to communicate. We want to share something. So for so so some of you have not done your inner work. Um, this can feel very confusing and very um, contradicting. Like we're like, well, so what do I do? Do I weigh my partner? So if I, we have an issue in a conversation, we have an you know we are dating or we in a relationship or. Should I wait for him to come and text me or call me because I have to let him be in the role of this masculine so he's in the leading thing? And should I just wait or I should just send him like some kind of like little loving heart and say like, hey, I'm here. Just give you a clue, one or two, for you to really just step into your authentic self as a human being and have the courage to say, yeah, let's just go for a dance or let's go out, let's go to the movies or no, I'm not interested on you. So it can be confusing when it comes to the aspect of communication, when it comes to uh, the leading force, like who is the leading, uh, who is actually uh, reaching out and communicating and creating that communication space. Because even in relationship, like in dating, um, to me, that's the foundation. Uh, it's like one of the core found, uh, for the foundation of all relationships, have great communication. Yes. So if we don't pursue uh, and we don't, uh, we hold ourselves and, and we allow our partners to be in the masculine world in the way of that leading the conversation, you know what I mean? Like it can create some kind of confusion for it, for individuals to, to what do I do then? Right. The, the, and this is this is the yeah. <laughs> Part of it is let me say this in simple terms: we men are very trainable, and for you ladies to be in the place of um, inviting by leading without leading is going to sound very confusing. But the way it works is, in this way is simple: is that for you ladies out there who have not done maybe all the deep work with the masculine and feminine dance. Understand that when you let your man lead and it's done in a way that can be very nuanced, then he has the ability to take charge. But you can't, it's like, um, unless you train him, (laughs) it takes a little effort. So what it is, is that you 
if you can educate your men to take lead, take the leadership role in, especially in certain areas, not everything. You want to remember that you have to control in certain places too. But if you can educate him about how, like, honey, can you choose a restaurant, please? I love it when you decide we want to go somewhere. You can say things, but just the way you compliment him or support him, so he can give you guidance. And if you're off track, you say, honey, that didn't work for me. Or, but, but the thing about it is is be spacious enough to let him lead and make mistakes, but be encouraging because once he knows it's safe to lead and he wants to support you, then everything can line up. And it is a dance, yes. And, and to be blunt, let's say most of us on the planet aren't you know, professional 100% experts in dating and love. We make mistakes. Be okay with that. Because the other part also, sometimes your person makes the first mistake, that's it, I'm out. Be willing to grow from that. Yeah, I love um, I love that because you bring into the dynamic of like just explore and be willing to uh, experience what it is there and don't you know shame yourself or guilt yourself because you call it a mistake. Maybe it was something that you needed to learn and learn from it and grow from it and just evolve and keep growing and expanding. Absolutely, um, and I, I, I definitely. Um, I remember when I went to one of Tony Robbins' events, uh, you know, he mentioned, I don't know where he got this quote from, it maybe it was his quote, but it was that relationship, you know, it's easy to go to the monastery and be looking at the wall and be like praying, I like praying like a thousand mantras and try to get into the better alignment with, <laughs> with who you are. Or... <laughs> Facing um, all your shadows and your egos and your darkness and, and your troubles and your triggers and all of those things that, uh, you know, sometimes we try to hide and, and that we don't embrace and you want to put away and and with another individual in a relationship. So the relationships are um, the opportunity for us to really grow and learn more about who we are. Absolutely. All types of relationships. Yeah. Isolated, we're not going to grow in not even an inch. <laughs> <laughs> but be with somebody that is totally um, triggers the hell out of you if you're in this path of like growth and evolution. Um, you grow like in a month, you go like this way mm -hmm. <laughs> because you're like, oh my God, I become so aware of all the things that, that I did not know that I had there inside me all these triggers all these angry and all these i feel how much i'm holding back to the past and to the baggage right. yeah so yeah so actually one of so i said one of my one of the people i love dearly uh lisa nichols who um i've met, met a bunch of times she talks about how relationships can be gifts wrapped in sandpaper and that that metaphor is so educational because you understand that the gift in relationship is there but it's not always easy to get to. Sometimes it does require the effort to grow and to yeah, face your demons because the person you really want to be with is going to call forward everything in you. Good, bad, ugly, all of it. Are you willing to face all of that at the same time? So I, I totally agree with you. It's absolutely the biggest, one of the biggest gifts of relationship is to become more of ourselves. And it's work, but it's worth it. And for um, all of uh, us, 
And I include myself because I've included myself in everything. <laughs> Just for our audience and for you that maybe don't know me that much. But first for the new viewers, I include myself in everything. The dark, the light, the white, the black. So I'm all of it. <laughs> so for all of us who um, are still struggling with the whole idea of the masculine and the feminine and trying to figure out and all that stuff and it's still confusing. It's like, I don't know when I'm this, well, I don't know when I'm that. Like, what about this? And have all these questions, what would be your uh, best um, your best insight to take it slow, to feel it, to resonate with them, or, or yes, if not, how, how can they can move forward and and still creating from a place of, of fulfillment and abundance and not from a place of lack? Just a simple answer, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, just like put it on my plate. And I'm a student too, so I'm, you know, I don't always get it right. So just to be clear that I'm in the journey as well. I would say the question to ask yourself is where are you coming from in all your actions, all your choices? If you're coming from your heart or from your head, if you're coming from a desire to add to life or to take from life, are you coming from the need for something or the abundance to give to something. It's more about navigating which side of those polarities you are, and also which side of fullness you're coming from. The biggest piece I would say for everybody, men and women completely, is remember that you're already complete. Remember you're already whole. If you are willing to honor, love, and respect yourself fully, then everything in life can flow. But it always starts inside. So there's nobody out there that's gonna fix you, sorry. Nobody out there's gonna make you complete. But other people out there as coaches, as partners, as friends will add to your life if you're willing to grow. But it all starts inside. Yeah. One of the things I love about one of my mentors, um, she said uh, in one of her trainings, like, you have to be willing, you have to be ready, willing, and able. Yes. So if you don't have those three... <sighs> Get to that one. <laughs> find out why you're not ready. Find out why you're not willing. Find out why you're not ready. I mean, able to do so. And, and especially as, as coaches, right? I, I, and I love that because it's, um, I pretty much work with uh, people who have say yes, 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 yes to every single one of those. Willing, ready, willing, and able. Yeah. Um, and because the work that we offer as, you know, um, Barry and I, it's like, it's not for everyone in some way. You know, those who are really like eager to just transform their life and, yeah. and, and co-create a relationship that a mind blowing that where people are gonna turn around and be like, I want that. I want what they have in. <laughs> I, I want, why can't I get that? Where, where in the menu is this? Like, I really want this. Right. So <laughs> we desire for all of your audience to, yeah, just to find out where you are and and willing, ready, able, and uh, and just go for it. So, where can we find you, Barry? Where can our audience can find you if they have more questions for you? Um, well, the easiest thing is that all my social media and my website is Barry Selby. So, if you go to my name, BarrySelby.com, you find my website. I have a plethora of information and resources there. Um, I do Facebook Lives every day that end up on my website. I have coaching online programs. Um, you can reach out for discovery session. In fact, I would recommend if you want to find out more about how to work with me, start there. Just book a discovery session. We can talk and see where you want to go. And if I can help you. 
Yeah. And pay attention, amazing audience. When a coach offers you a discovery session, jump into it because it can really help to see, uh, help you to see what actually may not be working. And even if you maybe feel that you're not ready, just align yourself with like, what is stopping you, holding you back from being ready to saying yes to uh, a work with a mentor? Um, yeah, it's like really like discover calls because we offer discover calls. And it's like, man, if you don't jump into that discover call, it's like, it's, it, it's you really missing out on such a great opportunity to learn more about yourself. So jump into that discover call, make it happen, and and uh, create the life that you desire. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Thank you, Barry, so much for joining us today into this amazing episode appreciate you thank you Lucia, for asking me i appreciate being here thank you again thank you so to all our amazing audience uh thank you for joining and tuning in to another incredible episode i will say gabriela tv the place to be where we come to explore and learn how to master our life our relationship and our sexuality and we'll see you in the next episode have a great day